back to episode three of Off Campus. I'm Hannah and I'm with hosts Anaya and Rosie. Hello. But before we begin, I would like to first acknowledge the Gadigal, Bedigal and Wiradjuri people, the traditional custodians of the land on which we gather today, and we would like to pay our respects to their elders past and present. All right. So an update from the last episode. Did you guys see the traction that our UNSW love letters post has gotten? Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh. It, it, there's so it's I think there's almost a hundred reacts or something. It's amazing. You guys must have done something right, honestly. I actually am really <laughs> surprised. Even in comparison to other like similar posts, it's done really, really well. <laughs> I think we got the formula down. I think we should like publish this for people to use. Yeah, one hundred percent. So like if anyone has any like desire to post on uh UNSW love letters, <laughs> definitely listen to the previous episode where Alexa gives a rundown on like the ideal number of emojis. And apparently we didn't actually use that many. No, we didn't. So maybe No, that's... I think it's like six and below is a good I think good what go. was good about this p- post was we had like a few quirky details about Rosie's personality that were personable. And I think that's what people, like, got people tagging their friends and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess a little bit, like, unique and it's not just sort of the same thing, I, I guess. I, I, I don't really know. I wasn't really – I didn't make it. It was definitely a friend, guys. They were auctioning off a friend. It wasn't <laughs> myself. I did not post this myself. <laughs> but we also <laughs> we also use a bit of poetry, so maybe if you want to <laughs> – you want to tap into? Yeah, our producer yeah, who apparently that's what says people's attention. Yeah, our producer who apparently says he hates poetry decided to to provide us some lines, uh, and and apparently that really sold. <laughs> so yeah, definitely pop your own creative flair into it. Definitely, yeah. Well, if you want to uh, hear more updates about this, maybe stay tuned for the following episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. See where it goes, guys. If you get me a boyfriend, I'll. Uh... Definitely just like plug this this podcast for my successful love story. Can you just imagine in the future being like the reason we got together <laughs> was because of a podcast and a post on UNSW Love Letters. Oh, I think I'd cry. Oh, now that's a real meet cute. That would be amazing. I know, that's a rock pop. A, a, a coronavirus lockdown meet cute. <laughs> Well, now that we're slowly coming out of lockdown, we wanted to talk about the uni experience and reflect on the online uni experience that we've all been um, having the last two years or so. And so, yeah, we'll be discussing that today. Following that, we have a couple of interviews lined up. Very exciting. The first one is with Rachel, who is the president of the UNSW Theatre Society, also known as Nuts. And the second one is with Bridget, who is a UNSW tutor, but you guys might know her as the tutor who turned herself into an anime avatar, which is so iconic um, and went viral, I think, last term. It was all over the UNSW discussion page. Yeah, I didn't hear about this. And then like when we were interviewing her and, you know, actually got to see the famed avatar, I was that was really exciting for me. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. Okay, so we're recording this in week four and it's getting down to that point in term where everything's getting stressful. I've also realized that I think I'm kind of used to the way uni functions online, but it has been a pretty weird experience transitioning and just getting used to the way things are being run. 
And I'm just wondering, like, have you guys had similar experiences? Is there stuff that, you know, you wanted to do that you didn't get to do? Yeah, well, uh, I don't know about, you know, Hannah, but because I, I just first, after I got out of high school, I just, I, I went straight into uni and then, you know, that was in 2019 when I graduated. And then, so basically every year at uni since then, uh, it's a bit like you and you and I, um, it's been, you know, lockdown, in and out of lockdown and obviously COVID restrictions. So I guess you could just start from the broadest perspective of it being the uni experience in general has been something that's you know you've kind of missed out on I really did you know make an effort to get involved in some clubs and societies at the start of this year even um I ended up joining this dance society because I've always wanted to you know learn how to dance and we had like uh, like regular training sessions and oh that's fun oh is this the one outside Tyree I have no idea what that is oh yeah uh, I see them so <laughs> often how you know that you've never been on campus the one that's on the lower <laughs> yeah. campus like the one close to, uh, like near-ish the roundhouse, but not really. Like you have to. It's like I, near the end of Main Walkway. Yes, end of Main I, Walkway. I have no idea. I just know we don't train. We didn't train on campus. It was like the Warriors, like the cheer and dance. Oh. Society, I think. I don't, oh. Yeah. Oh, the cheer and but dance. But yeah, and we we're going to do okay, competitions, yeah. and I never ended up doing it. And they still did stuff online. So when it came down to Wagga, I did have the option, but it sort of just fell away because I'm one of those people who gets really unmotivated about that sort of stuff online. But um yeah that for, for me that I guess that would be an example but what about you Hannah you had a more mm. of an experience where it was like things were normal for a couple of years at uni and then yeah they um, I was pretty lucky that I because I'm a fourth year now so I did have about I think I had two years of actual campus life um but yeah no I really hope the two of you actually get to go back to uni and experience normal uni because it's I definitely miss Oh, it's it's like it's not even big things it's being able to just walk around and see your friends after class and get lunch and walk up the rainbow steps <laughs> and bump into people on the way that's the steps iconic um <laughs> yeah and yeah like I miss playing sport as well with the club and actually having having things to do at uni that weren't just class yeah. you know um but Hopefully soon, you know, maybe next year. Hopefully. He's <laughs> looking up a bit more. But what about you and I? Yeah, what about you and I? Well, yeah, I think it's it's definitely been weird because I started in September of 2019. Like I was fresh out of high school. I finished high school in May and I was already at uni in September. So I had like one normal term. But I think I was mm. still getting used to like being in a different country and like meeting all these new people. So I guess I didn't do as much as I wanted to do at uni because it was still very new to me. And then, yeah, and then after that, things have just yeah. been kind of online and lockdown and we don't know if we're going to go back and stuff. But it's been one of those things where I think what I have missed out most on is getting to know, like, Sydney as, like, a mm. city. Because I was talking to a cousin, the um like, a couple weeks ago, and they were like, oh, so you must know the city really well. And I'm like, actually, I've been here almost two years, and in that time... I've been indoors more than I have, you know, been able to go outside. So I really don't know how to get anywhere. I haven't really been places in Sydney. And yeah, like I think when you move to a different country for uni, it's it's this very like idealized, you know, version of it in your head of like, oh, I'm going to be like super independent and like live away from home and get to do all of these things without rules and restrictions, you know, that I had at home. But we haven't really been able to do that. 
like it's just a whole bunch more rules and restrictions yeah exactly (laughs) so it's been like but yeah I think you know I've also tried to get you know into as much stuff as I can online like with the podcast and like a fundraiser and online shows with the theater society and stuff like that yeah but I definitely think like I really miss like Hannah was saying just seeing my friends on campus and like walking up main walkway and the bus stairs and complaining about how hard the bus stairs are it'd be so hard because just getting used to something and finally developing like a routine or a rhythm and then everything is just pulled out from under you I think that was one of the hardest things I guess coming from high school which is probably like a really big change into something that's supposed to be like less structured that's already a big change yeah it's already like a huge change and then all of a sudden you're sort of stopping and starting and you're trying to establish yourself and find your feet and then it's it's all over the place again I think that was one of the most challenging things for me personally I guess going into lockdown but you know it hasn't really been all bad Mm. before lockdown I came back to Wagga Mm. so regional New South Wales so it was just like a a week before the like the the main sort of restrictions started to hit um so I was pretty fortunate to be able to come out uh so we we still have restrictions and we went into lockdown for a couple of weeks um a full lockdown just because there are a few new cases in uh, our sort of area but not not my town specifically and it was it was a bit of a different experience because I was pretty fortunate to be able to I guess meet up with some friends like just in small numbers of course but to actually, you know, go outside and at least spend time with my family. So I was more fortunate than a lot of people who were you know, like you two who were sort of trapped in Sydney for the for the entirety of the lockdown. And I guess in a sense, okay, because I was really struggling last year when we went to lockdown, but being here, it was sort of something I was, I guess, used to and studying online became something I just sort of developed a routine for. And now things are all changing again. And, you know, I've got friends who are going back up to Sydney and, you know, you guys are all in Sydney and now I'm sort of caught between two places and not really sure where to go. So I guess that's um, one of the things that I found a bit challenging, especially recently. No, I like fully understand that because it was such a big change, like you said, from high school to uni, but also personally, it was like, one city that I'd lived in my whole life to this completely new continent like by myself and I was like I don't know what I'm yeah, doing here um yeah. but I was like getting used to it like I was getting used to the city and then it was like well now you can't go to the city anymore so what am I supposed to do and like it was a lot of like plans that were supposed to happen that didn't happen like I was already only meant to go home once a year in summer break because all the other breaks are too short to like make the worth it 24 yeah. hour journey back home it's a lot but but it's like I haven't been able to do that either so it's very disconcerting because you know you expect mm. to feel like homesick which obviously w- would happen to anyone you know who is not from here but I think with the pandemic there's a lot of other things that came that you didn't necessarily realize you would have to go through like there's a, I think there was a lot of worry for everyone back home because I was like you know my grandparents like what if they get sick what if something happens like what am I supposed to do then I'm not going to be able to go um and like just you know I think we've all been feeling a little like isolated throughout this um experience and yeah it's it's been like a really weird like hard experience that I've learned but I've learned so much from it because I didn't think at 20 years old that I wouldn't see my family for two years it was just not something that I thought would happen yeah that's hard mm-hmm. 
but like as much as it has been hard there's lots of like good things that have come out of it like i said like there's a lot i've learned like about myself but also about like being independent and like having to deal with lots of new things being thrown at me and even just like opportunities to connect with people online you know even just like this podcast and being able to do like society events online it's it's a very different dynamic but i'm really glad that those things have still been happening like have you guys experienced that at all no totally i think this like this podcast past well this podcast for example (laughs) um like I would never have done this if not for COVID because it's just something it's something that can be done online and it almost makes sense to be doing this in this period of time because everyone's sort of stuck at home and it's such a good way to connect with people I think it's been really cool to see how hard all the societies are working to create a community that's online and accessible for all the students um and everyone listening will hear about that a bit more in our interviews but um yeah definitely it's it's really heartening to see all the tutors and the the societies just putting together as many activities and i guess um events to get everyone involved and still stay connected we have a very special guest today um bridget mccarthy from unsw Uh, And since the theme of our episode is sort of the online experience, we think Bridget would be a great person to have on the show since we feel like she's really made the most of the online uni experience at the moment. So maybe just to kick us off, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? All right. Hi, so I'm Bridget, or as some people probably know me, the Conf1511 waifu. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) But I'm a third year at UNSW. I've been teaching for about two years now. So yeah, uh, I study computer science and I'm usually involved in a few societies. I've been an exec at some of them. And yeah, I usually just like chill around, lo-fi suck, PC suck, some other ones. And yeah, for tutoring, I really like tutoring um, the earlier courses. So 1511, 1521 and Mm. so on. Because I really like helping people and yeah, like watching them understand stuff is, is really fun. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Would you say, like, inspired you to create an anime avatar to teach your tutorials? All right, so the first one was actually just the default with the YouTube studio. The original one, like the 2D one, was just um, a default because uh, during one tutorial, uh, I, I remember thinking, man, no one's speaking, everyone's depressed because we'd, yeah. we'd gone to lockdown because, like, we were previously <laughs> in person that term as well oh no yeah so we just started like moving back in person and everyone was sad that we had to go back now Mm. and so I was like well okay what can I do to keep people interested so I was like oh man there's all these vtubers on youtube that do funny clips and people watch them even though they don't have a webcam on I was like you know what (laughs) fuck it I'll I'll do that and it's actually so good yeah then I, I I did it and everyone started typing again and was actually participating throughout the tutorial so I guess it worked <laughs> a I guess success. that's like to online teaching wait, wait first of all how did you first of all how do you create this avatar and like what is it inspired by a particular character that you like uh all right so uh, they have little templates and you can play around with a bunch of sliders and stuff. But basically, I just wanted to create like a, a chill uh, vibe. The previous one was like a little anime schoolgirl, which doesn't yeah. really fit me. It was yeah. so cute, yeah. but this one's more like a teacher vibe. I like the hoodie. It's very, it fits the vibe. <laughs> well, cool. So you mentioned that 
the response that you got in class was people started sort of responding again, actually typing in the chat. Um, but did you expect to get like all the the attention outside of the classroom? No, I, I thought it'd just be like a meme. I, I remember taking a recording of it and showing my friends on Discord. Yeah. <laughs> and then they started showing it to their, their friends on Discord. And then those people started showing it to their other friends. Someone uploaded <laughs> it on discussion group and she actually knew me and she messaged me like, what the hell is this view? <laughs> and then it got uploaded to Reddit, YouTube. And then someone took the YouTube video and uploaded it to Bilibili, which is a Chinese um, yes. platform oh my gosh. YouTube. And it got yeah. like 700,000 views or something, which was That's insane. insane. <laughs> So yeah, that is crazy. You mentioned a little bit before about how difficult it was to, I guess, get people engaged in, you know, online learning. But like, can you tell us a little bit more about what it's been like to be a tutor during COVID and online study and like how the teaching environment changed? Yeah, sure. So it was definitely a shock, like back in early 2020 when everything was crazy. No one knew what was going to happen. And yeah, a lot of it was really just trying stuff out because, well, UNSW has predominantly been in person. There hasn't been very many, like, solely online classes for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So it was definitely a struggle to adapt. And a lot of people found online teaching, it just doesn't work the same way as in person. Like, it just doesn't have the same uh, level of engagement. And it's just overall kind of people got more used to it and people like started to accept it so it got a bit better but there's still always that lingering like sense of it not quite being as good as in person because yeah like most of the people there like like I said they were forced to go back online after we only just started reopening again so they were really upset but hey you can't you know have an anime avatar in person so that's true (laughs) that is so true um so then I mean I guess that would be a positive right that's come out of online learning I think you've definitely made the most of the experience yeah that's that's one of the things is that this is something that can really only happen in an online environment so I'm trying to at least take advantage of some of the positives yeah (laughs) and do you think um other tutors have any other tutors been inspired by this at all and tried to sort of do something similar uh yes I I posted instructions um, oh my gosh, that's great. Them, and yeah, some of them tried it out. You know, some lecturers might be doing so as well. <laughs> oh goodness. In the computer science world? Yeah. Some of the, oh my God, I love that. Okay, great. But yeah, so what, I guess, because you're a student as well, right, Bridget? Yeah. Yeah. And um, so what do you think has been, I guess, as a tutor, you do look at the student experience and try to relate to your own students in your class. So... Do you have any advice, I guess, for those who are feeling like it's a bit challenging with online studying and who are feeling a bit unmotivated with uni at the moment? The best thing I can say is don't feel bad about it. Because a lot of people, I see some people doing really well and they wonder why they're not being able to do that. And the best thing I can say is it really sucks right now. Like it really, really does. So just slow down break things down into really, really small steps and just at least do something. And always ask your tutors for help because, I mean, we're here to help. We want to help. And the best thing to do is just email us like you need an extension or go to special consideration because they're a lot friendlier during COVID right now. So a lot of people have the idea that they're really, really harsh and really insane with their Mm -hmm. extensions. 
like because of COVID, they've calmed down a lot and they've given people a lot more extensions for mental health reasons, stress reasons, because mm. pretty much everyone is feeling it. Yeah. So yeah, the best the best advice I can say is just take help when you can get it because the situation is bad. Well, okay, so I guess moving on from a bunch of, from like, you know, the kind of heavy stuff, I guess, what, what would you say are your top three clubs or societies to get involved in? What, what, what do you recommend? Uh, one that's really good is Lo-Fi Sock. They're really, really good. So Ooh, funnily okay. enough. I haven't heard of them. Yeah, funnily enough. I think our enough, editor, Alison, is actually in Lo-Fi Sock. Because yeah, funnily <laughs> enough, yesterday they just released a whole visual novel dating sim between two societies, the Anime Society and them. Whoa. And they're just about to release a mixtape from all the music they've created as a society uh, in about five days. Oh yeah, they do tons of really cool stuff. They're a fairly new society. They're only like a couple years old, but they're really good. Oh, and they've awesome. been having, like they're pretty active online. Like, yeah, they're, they're one of the most active discords in UNSW. So they oh, don't do think... Facebook. They use discords. So it's all real-time chat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. tons of people. Oh, yeah, another cool. society is um, PC Sock. So if you say like computer science and stuff, there's a lot of people that do computer science and play games and build computers and stuff. So that's a good community for that. They do tons of workshops. And when it's in person, it's a lot better because, well, you can try out stuff. And yeah. Another one which I really like is um, Tea and Coffee Society. Oh. oh, yeah. I've wondered how that society has sort of fared during lockdown. Yeah, I would have thought that was really in-person sort of vibe. Yeah, so they used to have tons of in-person events, but naturally COVID. So... <laughs> Everyone posts online whenever they make a coffee or do some <laughs> art. Or oh, that's cute. And there's, yeah, it's, it's a nice, cute little community. And they host yeah. tons of games and stuff. So. Oh, that's awesome. so wholesome. I love that. Cool. Well, that brings us to the end of the interview. But I just wanted to say a huge thank you to Bridget for being on the show and for um, providing all your insights about the online uni experience right now uh, it's been really fun interviewing you it's also been really fun watching your character react it's so cute um but yeah Bridget would you like to just you know plug your all your channels or your social medias <laughs> yeah sure Alrighty. so you can find me on twitch.tv slash Mako Fukasame that's the little name I use for my avatar right now and yeah I stream usually on Mondays and Fridays and some surprise days in between it's just a nice chill stream occasionally I visit uni stuff but usually I just chill talk to people and chat maybe play some games So we're here today and we're talking to Rachel, the president of the New South Wales University Theatre Society, or as we like to call it, NUTS. And we're going to have a little bit of a chat about societies and how NUTS has been dealing with lockdown. And yeah, and Rachel, do you want to introduce yourself? Well, I think you did a really good job. I'm Rachel. I'm the president of NUTS. What else do you have to know? <laughs> um, since we're on the topic of lockdown, what do you do to pass the time in lockdown apart from like class? What do I do? I take on copious numbers of craft projects that I never finish any of. I am currently in the process of making a suit. I'm also bedazzling some boots. I do a lot of cooking. Yeah, it's a good time. So like, what would you say is like your favorite TV show, musical or movie since you're sort of in that area of production? Oh, my favorite. Okay. My favorite musical is Come From Away 
which I'm very excited is coming to Sydney. Um, but my favorite, my favorite TV show. Well, at the moment, I'm watching Firefly, um, which oh, is sci-fi and delightful. Um, and I can't believe I hadn't watched it before now. But it's it's one of those ones where it's too good to binge. So I'm just like trying uh, yeah, to space okay. it out. Well, for everyone who's listening, could you tell us a little bit about Nuts and who they are? What do they do? Yeah, sure. So Nuts is basically UNSW's theatre society. We do all things theatrical. Uh, we put on performances. We do improv workshops. We teach people both the acting side and the back end side of production. UNSW has this uh, has a course where you can learn like you can study theater and performance studies and that's very much like that's a fantastic course but it's very much the theoretical side the like logical side going through why theater is important and studying like academia and then I like to think that nuts really supplements that by adding a practical exposure to the world of theater it's also just a great place for people who like to have a bit of fun and make things and it's this grand creative process where you get to work with heaps of people doing stuff you love. It sounds awesome like I was involved in it just like a little bit for that short time period as like a, a publication you know manager and I had a lot of fun even though it was like mostly online and you know like speaking of doing things online like how has the lockdown and the pandemic affected nuts as a society as something that's really you know, best experienced in person. It's it's theatre. Yeah, it was super challenging. We had, gosh, so many productions that were in the works and like almost done, to be honest, that just got stopped. And I think you and I were involved in one of those. Rosie, you were involved in one of the ones that yeah. like just started happening right after lockdown ended the first time. But we we were hit really hard. We had money tied up in these productions. We had spaces that we'd hired. We had rights that we'd acquired. But what we ended up doing, so that was really devastating, of course. Um, but what we ended up doing is first up into the first lockdown, we kind of spearheaded this new format of online performance. We like made a little episode, like five episode series that was really fun. It was improvisation and that had a huge crew that had a crew of 35 people. So that's 35 oh students. It was insane. It, it was, was very chaotic, but it was so much fun. It was so much fun. But it was like 35 people who were like, would otherwise just be moping at home. I was one of them. Seriously. I was, <laughs> oh, for sure. Me too. I was left at home for like the first four days of lockdown. I'm like, I can't do this. We've got to do a show. <laughs> and that was really great when we had the momentum of the first lockdown was like, everyone was still like, really get up and go trying to do stuff, trying to yeah. make stuff. But then we came unlocked for a while. We put on three performances, which was really good in that open space. So that was pretty normal. And then we locked back down again, <laughs> which we love. And this one, this one's been a bit different. It's been a bit challenging because everyone's kind of lost momentum. So we're doing much more casual stuff. We're doing like we've been doing this online script reading every two weeks. Yeah. So workshopping things that people have written. You can bring along stuff you've written. Hit up the Nuts Facebook page if you want to come to the online script it's, reading. It's, it's a very wholesome time. You guys should come. So much it's, fun. it's super fun. Yeah. But it's just, I guess no one really has, like we're lacking a little bit of that energy that we had yeah. um, and really keen to get out of lockdown so that we can get going again. Yeah. Yeah, I think the great thing about Nuts and Rachel would agree is the people. And it's because it's so many different people who, you know, have similar ideas, but also have these amazing different ideas and we're able to come together and work on all these incredible projects. And I think 
at least for me that's been like the hardest part is not being able to come together and like work with these people yeah so it's like Rachel said of course it's it's a lot about you know all of the time and effort that had already gone into productions that were cancelled but it was also a very like emotionally wrecking time because everyone was very upset about everything of course yeah it's just (laughs) nice because we have people from everywhere like it's not just people who study arts we have people who study fine arts who study management and business I study science we have people who study city planning and (laughs) and it's just like everyone coming together it's not a super academic space we just like chill and vibe and have like it's just friends most of my friends are in nuts and it's been hard to it's been hard to have that shift online and lose all or not lose but like have that so severely impacted yeah 100% um like what advice would you give to students who have only known uni during COVID like you know for me personally um I started in you know 20 I graduated in 2019 and 2020 was you know my first year out of uni so yeah so um my, my experience personally now and now I'm back home I'm not even in Sydney um so like my experience personally was very very different I imagine to what it was pre-COVID so so what advice would you give to you know people like me who you know may have just sort of dipped their toes into the waters of, of clubs and societies and then had it all sort of locked down again yeah um yeah you guys have had it rough I'm I do not envy you and seriously like that sucks the advice I would give I guess is that we in societies want you guys as much as you want us like as much as you want those friends and those fun experiences we really want you to come to our societies like we run these things to make people happy to bring people together I run nuts with the sole purpose like yeah we put on great shows but this like the main purpose of it is to make friends and if we don't have those people coming in, like it takes a certain type of extrovert to connect with people <laughs> online and to yeah. hit up people in your Moodle DMs being like, hi, I'm new, I need friends. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a certain type of extrovert to do that. And I think like we have gotten a few new members over lockdown, but we're hurting as much as you guys are. We want it back. We want you guys back. Um, yeah. We want fun stuff. We shouldn't be sort of afraid to you know, try and get involved. If yes. we are able to, you know, go back to some semblance of normalcy next year, do you, like, can you tell us what the, like, schedule, like, the yearly schedule for Nuts normally looks like so people know what to look forward to and what they can join in? Yeah, totally. So for Nuts, normally, non-pandemic, things <laughs> operating as normal, we normally do three shows a term um, in a big theatre with lights, with sound effects, gorgeous actors, gorgeous costumes. Um, and those of those three shows a term, so nine shows a year, three of them will be not typical shows. So they will be like a comedy sketch show, a student written short play show, a cabaret open mic night kind of show. And those ones will be, you don't have to have any experience to join in. You can just sign up, get your toes wet, see what things are like, see if you like it, very low commitment. And then the other shows throughout the year, the other six are very much like they're big productions. They'll have a script. Sometimes there'll be a musical that you can get rights for. And those are much bigger productions. Um, There's really something for everyone of every skill level. You can come in, try something maybe once, go, oh my gosh, I love this so much. 
and then jump on one of the big shows or you can go, oh, I kind of like sticking with the small shows and or I like working on the crew. I like doing publicity. I like making costumes. We have really got space for everyone. That's true. Yeah, awesome. I think there is like a misconception when it comes to theater that it's all about like acting and that's all you can do to be part of a theater society. But there's so many, like Rachel was explaining, there's so many crew roles and so many like behind the scenes roles that you can do. Just to name a few, there's, you know, you can do set and sound and lighting design and you know stage managing and there's just so much you can do apart from acting so if that's not your thing you know you can still get involved in theater there's space for everyone Um, yeah absolutely like we need photographers every show you need to take photos of it we need everything composers pretty much if you have any skill and you come up to us and you go hi so like I have this skill we will likely find a way to use that skill yeah that that, that's like a really good way to get new skills too, I guess. Like, so applying it to certain things and then working together with other people, it just sounds like a really well-rounded club or society to join. It's super fun. It's super fun. You know, I guess that's that's partially what we're doing here. We want to we want to show people that there's, I guess, ways to get involved, even though it may seem a bit gloomy at the moment. There's definitely light at the end of the tunnel, and during I guess this collective experience of of somewhat isolation, um, there's definitely things that we can still get involved in. But you know, speaking of getting involved, how can students specifically, you know, join nuts and you know. Like, do we, do we just, is there an email or is there like a, a Facebook page that anyone can follow? There are all of the above. <laughs> the easiest way to essentially stay in the loop and join Nuts is if you go to our website, which is www.nuts.org.au and Nuts is N-U-T-S, as you would expect. You can find, that's our beautiful website. It's got every link you could possibly hope for on the front page. So you can, from there, join our mailing list follow us on Facebook, sign up to all our stuff. You can also purchase your membership, which is only $5 if you're an ARC member and it gets you half price tickets to all of our things throughout the whole year. And yeah, and if you want to know what we are up to, all that stuff's on our Facebook page, which is Nuts New South Wales University Theatrical Society or Nuts UNSW. And that's where we keep all our fun stuff up to date. Thank you so much for tuning into episode three. We hope it was a nice break between your assignments, wherever you may be. Next week, we'll be focusing on sports and how we've all stayed fit during lockdown. And uh, make sure to get ready for this hot vac summer. Check out our Facebook event to stay up to date on our podcast, including when we do call out for listener stories, because we'd love to have you on the show. Also, stay tuned for more clues about our love letters post. Don't forget to check out our sister podcast, After Class, and see you in two weeks.